Hello ladies and welcome to the Amazing Bible Book Club. My name is Julie Callio and I'm your host today as we take a look at the book of Numbers chapters 15 through 20. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to tune in today. And if you want to contact me with questions or comments, you can do that at theab.bc.pc at gmail.com. Well, today in chapter 15, we see laws about giving offerings to the Lord. And in verse 15, the Lord says that these ordinances are for both the Israelites and the stranger that sojourner that walks with them. Then in the end of that verse, it says, as you are, so shall the stranger be before the Lord. Verse 16 says, one law And one manner shall be for you and for the stranger that walks with you. So here we have a picture that it's not just the Israelites that God would be willing to have into his kingdom. Then we have in verse 31 that anyone that despised the word of the Lord and has broken his commandments, that soul, either an Israelite or a stranger, shall be utterly cut off and his iniquity shall be upon himself. The key is obedience. The first incident in this chapter, while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, a man gathers sticks on the Sabbath day, and they ask Moses and Aaron what to do, and the Lord said he shall die by stoning of the people. I have said this before, but as Christians, we are so quick to stone others because of sins that we consider evil. But God takes honoring the Sabbath seriously, and we so easily justify those types of sins. The Israelites are then told to put tassels on their clothes and thread within that tassel a blue ribbon. The purpose is for when they see it, they are to remember all of the commands of the Lord. And when they remember, they are to do them and not be unfaithful. So as they remember and do them, they will be holy unto their God. Then verse 41 says, I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. What I like about this is we need reminders, ladies. In my purse, I have a coin that a friend of mine gave me. And every time I look at that coin, it reminds me to pray for Vacation Bible School. At times, I put a memory verse on cards and then put them either on a mirror or in my phone case to remind me whenever I see it that I am who I am because of the Lord. God knew we needed reminders as we live in this world. Well, chapter 16 brings up another rebellion. In this sense, it's more like a mutiny. Some of the Levites and a few from the tribe of Reuben came to Moses. And Korah, the leader of the gang, told Moses that Moses had taken too much upon himself. And since all of Israel is holy, they should also be allowed to be priests, not just Levites who help with the tabernacle. These tribes seem to be located at the south end of the camp with the tabernacle which sat in the center. Verse 4 says, When Moses heard this, he fell on his face. Then Moses gave a test for God to show to the people whom God had called. 
They put fire in the incense, and tomorrow God will choose. Moses then added that he thought Korah and the sons of Levi were taking too much upon themselves as well. Two of the men said that they would not come to the testing of the Lord, and they blamed Moses for being a prince over us. Verse 15 tells us that this time Moses was angry with these men, and he prayed unto the Lord that he would not respect their offering because he had never hurt these men. These two men were making it personal with regards to Moses. The next day, Korah and his men showed up at the tabernacle, and they brought all the congregation. Well, God showed up too and told Moses and Aaron to separate themselves from these men because he was going to consume them all in a moment. And Moses and Aaron fell on their faces again and pleaded for the people that they too would not be destroyed for the sins of this one man. And then in verse 24, we see some interesting words. God said to Moses saying, Get up from the tabernacle of Korah, Datham, and Abiram. Usually, tabernacle is referred to the tabernacle of the congregation. But here, it's the tabernacle or the tent of these three men, Korah, Datham, and Abiram. Moses got up and went to the tents of Datham and Abiram, the two men that did not come to the tabernacle of the congregation. And the elders followed Moses. Moses then spoke to the people and said, Get away from these men and touch nothing of them, lest you be consumed in all of their sins. Datham and Abiram came out and stood at the door of their tents, their wives, sons, and little children. And in verse 28, Moses says, Now you will know that I have not done all of this with my own mind. If they die a common death, then God is with them. But if the Lord makes a new thing and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them up and they go down to the pit, then you'll know that these men have provoked the Lord. And as soon as he finished speaking, the ground crumbled beneath them and these men and all who were associated with them went down alive into the pit and the earth closed up upon them and they died question ladies who do you associate with are they godly people or ungodly people it does affect our lives then verse 35 then out came fire from the lord and consumed the 250 men that offered incense god commanded moses to have eleazar the priest to take their censers from out of the burning for they are holy and they were made into flat plates for covering the altar to remind them, again, to remind them that only Aaron and his seed are to be priests. The next day, instead of fearing the Lord and fearing Moses and Aaron, the people began murmuring as if Moses had killed all these men. And God's glory came down again to destroy the people. Moses and Aaron interceded again because God had caused a plague to begin. 
Moses commanded Aaron to take a censer and put fire from the altar and go and make atonement or covering for these people. And in verse 48 says, And Aaron stood between the dead and the living. The plague was stopped. 14,700 people died that day, plus the ones that died the day before with Korah. Chapter 17 continues with God showing confirmation that he has chosen Aaron as the high priest or as the priest. God commanded Moses that every tribe is to bring a rod and they are to write the head of the tribe's name on the rod. Aaron was to have his name on the Levite's rod. These 12 rods Moses laid before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness or the tabernacle of the testimony. The next morning Moses went in and the rod of Aaron had budded, bloomed, and yielded almonds. Moses brought out all 12 rods and each leader took their rod and everyone saw that Aaron's rod had bloomed. Then Moses was commanded to bring Aaron's rod before the testimony to be kept as a token against rebels and to stop the murmurings before God so that the people won't die. Moses obeyed and the people commented that they die, die, and they die. And anyone who comes near to the tabernacle of the Lord shall die. And then they asked, Shall we be consumed with death? Then chapters 18 and 19 remind us of the roles of Aaron the priest and the roles of the Levites. And their role is to make atonement for the people so that they won't be consumed with death. Remember, God made a way for restoration. Chapter 20 places the children of Israel into the desert of Zin in the first month, but it doesn't give the year. But in Numbers chapter 33, verse 38, it says that Aaron died in the first day of the fifth month in the 40th year. The people stayed in Kadesh and Miriam died there and was buried there. Here we see the start of the end of the first generation's leadership. There was no water, and they gathered against Moses and Aaron again, and complained again as to why God brought them there to die in this evil place. They again complained about the food choices and the lack thereof. Once again, Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle. And God told them to take the rod and gather the assembly. And the two of them shall speak to the rock that is before their eyes. And it will bring forth water out of the rock. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and Moses said to them, Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water from this rock? Do you hear the difference in his words? Moses is calling them rebels. Usually, he's their mediator. In the beginning of his ministry, he was even willing to die for his people. Sadly to say, 
This Moses I can relate to. Then he says, Must we fetch you water from the rock? Who does he mean by we? Does he think Moses and Aaron and God provides the water? Or does he just mean that Moses and Aaron are providing the water? Did they do this with their own mind? As he said in chapter 16, verse 28. Now, keep in mind that the beginning of this chapter reminds us that Moses and Aaron's sister had died. And sometimes when we mourn, we're not thinking quite clearly. This time, Moses did not do what God commanded him to do. He and Aaron disobeyed, and he hit the rock instead of speaking to it. Dr. Roy Honeycutt said in his commentary, not even Moses was exempt from the corrosive effects of rebellion. Remember, ladies, that everybody sins except for Jesus. Moses and Aaron, maybe because of their grief, began to think that they were the ones who were special because of who they were and not because of God's calling and election on their lives. God describes it this way, because you did not believe in me to sanctify me as holy in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you will not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. These waters were named Meribah. In verses 14 through 21, the people are walking toward the promised land and they come to the land of Edom, which are descendants of Esau, the brother of Jacob. So the Edomites would not allow the children of Israel to pass through their land on their way to the promised land. This conflict between these two nations still exists today. Then chapter 20 ends with the death of Aaron. The people left Kadesh and came to Mount Hor. It says in verse 24 that the reason was that Aaron also rebelled against God's word at the waters of Meribah. Moses took Aaron and Eleazar, his son, up to the mountain as the Lord commanded and stripped Aaron of his high priestly garments and put them on Eleazar, his son. And Aaron shall be gathered up unto his people and shall die there at the top of the mountain. And Moses and Eleazar came down. And when everyone saw he was dead, they mourned for 30 days, even all the house of Israel. Ladies, what are our takeaways from today's lesson? The first seems to deal with authority. Today we live in an age where we do not trust authorities and largely that is due to the fact that authorities have abused their power or have used their power to rise their positions and financial status and few are real mediators for the people like Moses usually was. One thing we can learn from Korah and his men is we are called to respect the authority that God has placed on people. Even in the New Testament, we are called to honor our rulers and submit to them and pray for them. In 1 John chapter 4, it says to test the spirits to see if they are from God or if they are false prophets. And that is what Moses did for the people. If you are one of those leaders that he has called, 
God is able to fight for you as he did for Moses and Aaron. Another thing these passages show is the burden of leadership, and it is not something to walk into lightly. It also should remind us to pray for our pastors and church leaders, as well as our political leaders, that they will walk in obedience to God's call. We also need to be reminded that God desires reconciliation, but that does not mean we won't have repercussions for our actions. Moses and Aaron were not allowed to enter into the promised land because they chose not to show God as holy. Are there areas in your life that you are not showing God as holy? So ladies, what is God calling you to do? Today, if you hear his voice, let's not harden our hearts like Moses and Aaron did this time. Instead, let's be women who obey. Until next time.